This man's finals report done by Terry Twain Asheville Street Now Sports was in collaboration with that guy radio that brings you sounds and music that soothes your soul in the progress. Done for you, with you, and about you on Monday, Monday, September 11th. I'm Terry Dwayne Ashford, bringing you the pre-aired broadcast, That Guy Radio, Wood Street Now Sports, tennis specifically. Street now, working with that guy radio, bringing you music sounds, soothing your soul on this Monday morning, 6.51 a.m., getting it started for you. For our 7 a.m. early morning, Monday morning, it is Monday morning broadcast here, that guy radio with Street Now Sports. September 11th, where Novak Djokovic won his 24th Grand Slam title at the U.S. Open 2023, defeating Daniil Medvedev uh, there, uh, three straight sets, won all by Novak Djokovic, 6-3, I think it was 6-3 in the third. We're going to come back and provide you with those exact scores shortly. I'm Terry Dwayne Ashford. It ain't true, I knew it couldn't be true Cause we can't fall together, you don't understand my mood So don't expect me to break my vows and follow you Cause we can't fall together, you don't understand my There's a reason I'm alone, girl You don't fit into my zone, girl You bout whatever, but I follow the code, girl I'm chillin' with OGs, you chillin' with go girls Go, 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 to your home, girl Why you keep lying on me to all of your home, girl? You show me your body, but I'm seeing your soul, girl I'm drunk in the spirit, then you're full of Patron, girl uh. And honestly, even if you drink responsibly That ain't the point, anymore. Now you late night calling me Slurring off these apologies Like, uh what you calling me for, man? Well, I saw you said a yeah. Facebook thing, and you were thinking of someone. I couldn't tell who is she. Good evening. With Terry Dwayne Ashford here, we're reporting for you. The winner of the U.S. Open 2023 on the men's side turns out to be once again, once again, Novak Djokovic. Uh, and he wins his 24th Grand Slam. Now, we do want to talk to you just a tad bit here uh, regarding the significance of this particular tournament, of this particular win, and this particular win over the particular opponent that he had to defeat once again. We think there's reason, rhyme, about this. 
We're looking at Danielle Mendeviev, uh, that some people call Danielle Mendeviev. Uh, now, this particular guy here is the exact same guy uh, that was placed up uh, at the same tournament, U.S. Open 2021, where Novak Djokovic had won all three Grand Slams, with the last one, number four, been the only one remaining for Novak Djokovic to have won the calendar year Grand Slam that year. That was year 2021. And then year 2022, here at the exact same U.S. Open, Novak Djokovic wasn't allowed to play at the U.S. Open. Lost his number one ranking there in 2022. That's when Carlos Acaraz took over the number one slot. And here... 2023, Novak Djokovic defeated the exact same party crasher, <laughs> Daniel uh, Menvedev, who stopped him from winning the calendar year Grand Slam in 2021. Now, that is a story, right? That is a story if you really want to look back at it. That is a nice, nice storyline here that one has to to embrace Novak Djokovic for winning his Grand Slam, 24th Grand Slam. He has more than all the men uh, who has ever played tennis. 24. I remember Pete Sampras growing up. Pete Sampras there and Roger Federer, uh, they were idols, just totally my idols. And I look back now and guess what? Pete Sampras only, I think he only has 14. And that was like uh, immaculate uh, in my time. And so was Roger Federer's 19. It was immaculate. Then came Serena Williams. Uh, yeah, 23. Margaret Court. Margaret Court. I'm really concerned about Margaret Court's um, legacy because not those... It appears that some of her Grand Slams that went down in history as Grand Slams weren't Grand Slams. They were regular tournaments. And that placed her above Serena Williams. Serena Williams has 23 has one less than Margaret Court's. All of Serena Williams's were Grand Slams, not tournaments. And it appears that one of Margaret Court's, a couple of Margaret Court's were played before the Grand Slam even began, which means they were just regular tournaments. We're concerned about that, but we still mention Margaret Court's, uh, who has a arena design with her name on it in, I think it's Australia, at the Australian Open. We're not defined or, or, or going against any of that, but we're looking at here fairness, we're looking at equality, we're looking at truth. We believe here that a couple of those grand slams that puts Margaret Court over Serena Williams were just regular tournaments. We're not saying why it was done or how it was done like that, but we're placing that question out there so everybody can understand. If you thought Serena was angry, or there was any type of m malice in Serena's thoughts, let's go figure. Novak Djokovic, we want to give a, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful congratulations to him defeating uh, uh, that demon inside of, uh, in him that stopped him from winning that 24th Grand Slam and stopped him from winning the calendar. Grand Slam in 2021, and then stopped him from playing at the U.S. Open last year. Now, 24 Grand Slams. Novak Djokovic has more Grand Slam titles than any man in the history of tennis. Reported for you, Terry Dewin, Astro Street Now News.
so much you with Terry Dwayne Ashford we are bringing you our street now sports coverage there tennis specifically at um, 7 a.m. on Monday morning September 11th one day after September 10th when uh, there was a men's finals there was a match played there was brilliance on the tennis courts and there is uh, a champion uh, Novak Djokovic won that tournament here uh, uh, actually there at New York and you've been you're getting this from here, Street Now Sports in Washington, D.C., bringing it to you from Florida Avenue and New York Capitol on Monday morning. Saying thank you so much for a wonderful, wonderful, uh, spectacular uh, experience there, watching those matches there of that two-week-long uh, tennis Grand Slam. Tennis Grand Slam is four of them in the year. Australian Open first. French Open second, Wimbledon third, and the fourth one is the one you just experienced there with the U.S. Open, giving you the Grand Slam monies, Grand Slam trophies, and the Grand Slam um, accolades. I'm Terry Dwayne Ashford, bringing it to you so you can get it and understand it and know how we work over here in the tennis world, and you can see our champions. Novak Djokovic, uh, one against Manuel Daniel Medvedev uh, there, and we're going to move on into talking about more on how he won that match here from Terry Dwayne Ashford Street Now Sports. We here at Street Now, sports tennis specifically, we want to come back in and tell you how Novak Djokovic won that match there over that hardcourt player who the, someone had said before that he was uh, the best hardcourt player on the court, but only had won one Grand Slam. And that one Grand Slam title that he won was that U.S. Open where he defied Novak Djokovic, the calendar year Grand Slam in 2021. And now we're looking at the headline that uh, instead of having more than all, here Novak Djokovic equals the all-time slam mark, citing Margaret Court as having the most in history, which we have already explained for you here at Street Now Sports. It's a 
get it started, get it started I'ma show you something that you never knew you wanted Yeah, you want it Okay, now we're talking about how it happened. How did Novak Djokovic be, uh, defeat Daniel Medvedev there? Number two seed defeated number three seed in a uh, straight set win there. 6-3, 7-6, was the scoreline there. And there where Novak Djokovic took three hours and six... scores, how it's happening there, how we want it. We're going to talk about the stats of the match here. And you're with Terry, Dwayne Ashford, Straight Now Sports. Unleashed, I'm a beast, got the whole crowd. Party, make a scene, gonna get loud. Real proud, show my teeth. Go wild, go wild, like an animal. Okay, now we're talking about how it happened. How did Novak Djokovic be, uh, defeat Daniel Medvedev there? Number two seed defeated number three seed in a straight set win there. 6-3, 7-6, was the scoreline there, there where Novak Djokovic took three hours and six, 16 minutes. Yeah, three hours and 16 minutes in order to defeat uh, the number three player in the world who defeated Carlos Acaraz in the semifinals. Now, what happened there on uh, the finish line? At the finish line, Danielle Mendedev, or Manviv, Mendeviv there. However you want to pronounce his name, you want to get his name right, though. We have to have a little respect here. It was an unforced error. It was an unforced error that uh, that gave the match away to, uh, yeah, Novak Djokovic. Was it nerves? It could have been nerves, could have been whatever the case, but we're going to look at the stats of the match for you right now so that we can understand how it all happened, how it all boiled down there as we share it all with you. Looking at the six aces there that Danielle, uh, Danielle Manvedev there provi uh, provided the world watching <laughs> Novak Djokovic. So, uh, Novak Djokovic gave us <laughs> four of them. His own double false there uh, went six and six there for Danielle and four and six for Novak Djokovic. Defense, defense, defending, defending that won the match there for the Joker, winning uh, 81% on his first serve there to 71% uh, of his opponent. 84% won on at the net point where he rushed the net about 44 times. He was rushing that net and won 37 of those 44. 84% of the times he went to the net, he won it there. That's that number one player in the world, Novak Djokovic, that we are talking about too. Only 22 times rushing the net by uh, Daniel Manvedev. They're half. Looks like that's half, right? Half. And then, uh, although he wasn't rushing the net as much, he wasn't going to the net as much, he only won 73% of the time that he did go to the net, which gave him only 16 of 22. 
Yeah, 16 of 22 times uh, there. He rushed the net 73%. That wasn't good enough to defeat uh, that Novak Djokovic, number one player in the world, who rushed to the net over 44 times and won over 37 times, 84% of the time he came to the net. Break points. Break points. Very important there. That shows how well you're holding your serve there. That break points. How well you're holding your serve. Yeah. Novak Djokovic, number one player in the world, was holding his serve and gave... Uh, the, uh, his opponent there only three chances to break the serve. What's so interesting about that? He only won the uh, Daniel Mandaviv or Mandaviv only won one of those break points uh, there. So he won 33% of the time on break points won. By the same token, there, Djokovic on Mandaviv serve got six opportunities to break his serve. And he took three of those 650%. Uh, uh, they are receiving points one. Their 41% goes to uh, Djokovic as opposed to 31% of Manvedev. And uh, winners to error, unforced errors ratio. 38 to 35. They stayed right in line, right along the lines there of each other. Wasn't going for too much. Wasn't going for too little. Had a great balance there. He popped it off. And when he made a mistake, he fixed that mistake immediately there. Gave him 38 winners to 35 unforced errors. That's Novak Djokovic there. And now we're looking over here at that same stat there for Daniel Menvedev there. He hit 32 winners to 39 errors. He was keeping his also very, very, very balanced there. And that's probably what made him a really good, uh, be considered a really good hard court player. You have to stay balanced there. You have to stay balanced. And court coverage there is what made the difference though. Here over a thousand feet more went to Novak Djokovic versus Daniel Medvedev. I'm Terry Dwayne Ashford reporting for you. That match, that match that won the men's U.S. Open Championship. $3 million went to Novak Djokovic and uh, $1.5 million went to Daniel Medvedev there in this championship match that was won and that was lost on today. September 10th, 2023, Sunday. I'm Terry Dwayne Asher Street Now Sports reporting for you here from the Tennis Center here in Washington, uh, D.C. right here at North Capitol, at Florida Avenue, Northeast, Northwest Washington, D.C. Oh, for you, specifically. Clouds, I ain't never stressing. Refreshing, just catch it like a breeze, never sweating. Drop another van, go in my collection, like beaches in Florida, man, it's lights that was destined, yeah. Watch me go, go, never slow, slow, make them whoa, whoa, watch me go, 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 watch me go, go, never slow, slow, make them whoa, whoa, watch me go, 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 ready, set, go.
throttle Turn up, turn up, let's go Hit it, nitro, let it psycho Take off. 
jump in really quick with the video um, version of this broadcast here brought to you on last night currently uh, listed there in the link in the narrative of this broadcast I'm Terry Dwayne Ash with Street Now Sports tennis specifically tennis center here at uh, remote tennis center here at Florida Avenue yeah right there at North Capitol I'm him in the car see that guy bringing it to you so you can get it and understand it here in this particular broadcast coming up is the one uh, the broadcast atlas uh, for our video uh, connected to this particular broadcast here. I'm Terry Dwayne Ashford. Terry Asher Street Now Sports reporting for you tennis, specifically Washington, D.C. Good evening. With Terry Dwayne Ashford here, we're reporting for you. The winner of the U.S. Open 2023 on the men's side turns out to be once again, once again, Novak Djokovic. Uh, and he wins his 24th Grand Slam. Now, we do want to talk to you just a tad bit here uh, regarding the significance of this particular tournament, of this particular win, and this particular win over the particular opponent that he had to defeat once again. We think there's reason rhyme about this. Uh, we're looking at Danielle Mendevee, uh, that some people call Danielle Mendevee. Uh, now, this particular guy here is the exact same guy uh, that was placed up uh, at the same tournament, U.S. Open 2021, where Novak Djokovic had won all three Grand Slams, with the last one, number four, being the only one remaining for Novak Djokovic to have won the calendar year Grand Slam that year. That was year 2021. And then the year 2022, here at the exact same U.S. Open, Novak Djokovic wasn't allowed to play. At the U.S. Open, lost his number one ranking there in 2022. That's where Carlos Acres took over the number one slot. And here, 2023, Novak Djokovic defeated the exact same party crasher, <laughs> Daniel uh, Medvedev, who stopped him from winning the calendar year Grand Slam in 2021. Now that is a story, right? That is a story if you really want to look back at it. That is a nice, nice storyline here that one has to, 
to embrace Novak Djokovic for winning his Grand Slam, 24th Grand Slam. He has more than all the men uh, who has ever played tennis. 24. I remember Pete Sampras growing up. Pete Sampras there and Roger Federer. Uh, they were idols. Just totally my idols. And I look back now and guess what? Pete Sampras only, I think he only has 14. And that was like uh, immaculate uh, in my time. And so was Roger Federer's 19. It was immaculate. Then came Serena Williams. Uh, yeah, 23. Margaret Court. Margaret Court. I'm really concerned about Margaret Court's um, legacy because not those, it appears that some of her Grand Slams that went down in history as Grand Slams weren't Grand Slams. They were regular tournaments. And that placed her above Serena Williams. Serena Williams has 23, has won less than Margaret Court. All of Serena Williams's were Grand Slams, not tournaments. It appears that one of Margaret Court's, a couple of Margaret Court's were played before the Grand Slam even began, which means they were just regular tournaments. We're concerned about that, but we still mention Margaret Court, uh, who has a arena design with her name on it in, I think it's Australia, at the Australian Open. We're not defined or, or, or going against any of that, but we're looking at here fairness, we're looking at equality, we're looking at truth. We believe here that a couple of those grand slams that puts Margaret Court over Serena Williams are just regular tournaments. We're not saying why it was done or how it was done like that, but we're placing that question out there so everybody can understand. If you thought Serena was angry, or there was any type of m malice in Serena's thoughts, let's go figure. Novak Djokovic, we want to give a, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful congratulations to him defeating uh, uh, that demon inside of uh, in him that stopped him from winning that 24th Grand Slam and stopped him from winning the calendar Grand Slam in 2021 and then stopped him from playing at the US Open last year. Now 24 Grand Slams. Novak Djokovic has more Grand Slam titles than any man in the history of tennis. Reported for you Terry Green Astro Street Now News. Now we here at Street Now Sports Tennis specifically we want to come back in and tell you how Novak Djokovic won that match there over that uh, hardcourt player who the, someone had said before that he was uh, the best hardcourt player on the court but only had won one Grand Slam and that one Grand Slam title that he won was that US Open where he defied Novak Djokovic the calendar year Grand Slam in 2021 and now we're looking at the headline that uh, instead of having more than all here Novak Djokovic equals the all-time Slam mark citing Margaret Court as having the most in history, which we have already explained for you here at Street Now Sports. Okay, now we're talking about how it happened. How did Novak Djokovic be, uh, defeat Daniel 
Medvedev it there, number two seed, defeated number three seed in a straight set win there. 6-3, 7-6-6-3 was the scoreline there, there where Novak Djokovic took three hours and six, 16 minutes. Yeah, three hours and 16 minutes in order to defeat uh, the number three player in the world who defeated Carlos Acaraz in the semifinals. Now, what happened there on uh, the finish line? That finish line, Daniel Mendedev, or Mendeev, Mendeev there. However you want to pronounce his name, we want to get his name right, though. We have to have a little respect here. It was an unforced error. It was an unforced error uh, that uh, that gave the match away to, uh, yeah, Novak Djokovic. Was it nerves? Uh, it could have been nerves. It could have been whatever the case. But we're going to look at the stats of the match for you right now so that we can understand how it all happened. How it all boiled down there as we share it all with you looking at the six aces there that Danielle, uh, Danielle Manvedid there provi- uh, provided the world watching. <laughs> Novak, Djokovic, uh, Novak Djokovic gave us <laughs> four of them of his own. Double false there uh, went six and six there for Danielle and four and six for Novak Djokovic. Defense, defense, defending, defending that won the match there for the Joker winning uh, 81% on his first serve there to 71% uh, of his opponent. 84% won on at the net point where he rushed the net about 44 times. He was rushing that net and won 37 of those 44. 84% of the times he went to the net, he won it there. That's that number one player in the world, Novak Djokovic, that we are talking about too. Only 22 times rushing the net by uh, Daniel Manvedev. There, half. Looks like that's half, right? Half. And then, uh, although he wasn't rushing the net as much, he wasn't going to the net as much, he only won 73% of the time that he did go to the net, which gave him only 16 of 22. Yeah, 16 of 22 times uh, there. He rushed the net 73%. That wasn't good enough to defeat uh, that Novak Djokovic, number one player in the world, who rushed to the net over 44 times and won over 37 times, 84% of the time he came to the net. Break points. Break points. Very important there. Now, that shows how well you're holding your serve there. That break points. How well you're holding your serve. Oh. Novak Djokovic, number one player in the world, was holding his serve and gave uh, the uh, his opponent there only three chances to break his serve. What's so interesting about that, he only won the uh, Daniel Amandaviv, or Amandaviv, only won one of those break points uh, there. So he won 33% of the time on break points one. By the same token there, Djokovic on Manvedev's serve got six opportunities to break his serve and he took three of those six 50% uh, uh, they are receiving points one there 41% goes to uh, Djokovic as opposed to 31% of Manvedev and uh, winners to error unforced errors ratio 38 35 there stayed right in line right along the Lines there of each other wasn't going for too much. He wasn't going for too little. Had a great balance there. He popped it off. And when he made a mistake, he fixed that mistake immediately there. Gave him 38 winners to 35 unforced errors. That's Novak Djokovic there. And now we're looking over here at that same stat there for Daniel Manvedev there. He hit 32 winners to 39 errors. He was keeping his also very, very, very balance there and that's probably what made him a really good uh, be considered a really good 
hard court player. You have to stay balanced. There. You have to stay balanced. And court coverage there is what made the difference, though. Here, over a thousand feet more went to Novak Djokovic versus Danielle Medvedev. I'm Terry Dwayne Ashford reporting for you that match, that match that won the men's U.S. Open Championship. $3 million went to Novak Djokovic. Now, before we close out here, we're going to talk a little bit more about love and relationships here. And we're going to bring that to you next and then close out for you this morning. I'm Terry Dwayne Ashford. Mmm, good. particular song there resembles or represents um, relationships getting along liking each other potentially loving each other in a long-term relationship but I'm coming in here to talk to you a little bit about the first initial stages is getting to know each other by meeting you can't meet when one of the two parties might be interested in meeting each other one has been really really aggressive for whatever the reasons might be, whether those reasons are instructions, whether whether one person is going off and acting all belligerent, and even the tone of voice, and aggressive in their actions that might be geared toward another in an image. You look like you're tr- trying to date somebody else. You look like you're trying to date somebody else, but you liking the other one. When it really doesn't matter to you, which one you meet. Either one you meet, you're going to date and try to take of. 
That's what the perception could be. We want to share that with you because you have to first meet each other before you can even talk. If you're giving off this this terrible, terrible vibe uh, that you are trying to meet somebody else, like you had to make your decisions about who you want to meet. If you're giving that off and you're trying to meet somebody thinking somebody I'll be happy to be with you or get with you or to talk to you. Let's not get wrong and arrogant in the real meaning of narcissists. Let's not be that. Um, especially when you have two of, of, of the same kind. Two of the same kind. They call that a homogenous type friendship relationship. When you have two men, two women, same gender loving, same gender uh, uh, people, you have two, two people with the same strengths many times. You can clarify that because that's not necessarily so. You have two people with the same natural um, on a general scale strengths, which means that you could have uh, easily have clashing that happens in those situations. Let's say you have two people who are aggressive by nature. Together. One of them has to come down and understand that. One of them has to come down and understand that. And that's what we're talking about here. That's what we're talking about. You have, you know, when you're meeting two people, you cannot have a person coming in being really, really aggressive, flashing toward everybody when you're meeting them for one. If you're flashing them for everybody, you're meeting them for everybody. What it appears. It has nothing to do with self-esteem, confidence. It has everything to do with the other per- person accepting, um, accepting the fact that it appears you're. It appears you are looking for somebody, anybody, or whatever. That's what. It, that's what we're talking about when you're talking about trying to say hello to somebody. You have to come with respectful ways so that respect can follow. You have to come from the beginning, the onset with respectful ways so that you can have respect in the end. Now, we understand too the what I have always called the spring break ordeal where you, you jump in it to be in it for that moment. You jump in it to be in it for that moment. It's like taking a spring break, you know, a spring break from college that week where you go off on your, your yacht trip to Jamaica, Bahamas, Bermuda, the islands there, Cayman Islands. You go there and on that sh- uh, on that boat, you party, 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 dance, 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 do all and everything you ever wanted to do. Knowing when you get back to to land, none of it will come to light, and you play, play, play. You play hard. You don't, but you don't live like that outside of that week. That's also something that everybody experiences. In their lives, they should, to, uh, in order to find balance. You don't live like that, and no one brings that as a way of meeting an individual. We also understand that. We understand that too, in terms of those who 
who live like that for a lifestyle and what they're seeking and what they're seeking seems to be what let's say for instance you're jumping onto a public transportation and you see a person coming on color coded with a big old sign on it says raw for you raw for you it's raw for you who wants to meet that person unless they feel in raw in the raw mood the raw stages that moment we ain't talking about raw stages and when you, you know, after the evening go down and you have a good night and you start playing around and whatever but we're talking about raw wearing these types of items on your clothing that's that's shooting messages at others opposing opposing who you're following you have to get it right you have to try to get it right in order to make right things happen talking about here is the dating scene dating scene on this monday september 11th morning the dating scene getting to know each other i'm going to tell you something be straight up with you being an open person open person a loving person smart person intelligent person i value myself on being a smart person I value myself on on taking the smart route i i value knowing and understanding more about thurgood marshall growing up I value those good things of life, looking into leaving, leave it to Beaver and see how that was working there on, on that scale. I value the goodness of life. I value the goodness of doing good things, making good things happen. That's what I value growing up. And I'm sharing this with you because, you know, in the dating scene when versus uh, suburban, suburban areas versus rural areas versus uh, urban areas, urbanization. Things get a little fast sometimes. You get all caught up on these addictions, things you get addicted to. It's easy to get addicted when it feels good, when it tastes good, when it's, when it's good to you. But you have to maintain control of yourself in those situations so that you can have a decent life in the end. And you don't let things interfere with other things that you need to get done. You have to get done. For the longevity of your own life. So we're talking about the dating scene here is what we're talking about before we close out that tennis specific club. We'll come around right back here with that uh, closing that tennis specifically for you. But we're talking about the dating scene here. Dating scene here.
relationship But people act like they don't know what the difference is If we meet and I tell you that I'm seeing other women Don't assume I'm a hoe Just assume that I'm giving you the information needed for you to make a decision Cause I know we both grown I'm a fly ass nigga and you fine as fuck So in a way that we sleeping alone See all the ducking and dodging and hiding Trying to keep up with lies Ain't nobody got time to be living double lies Yeah we gotta live vibe baby that's true enough we want you to check us out on Spotify too. We want to give a credit to Spotify. Say uh, just and also bring, uh, make sure that you know that they are there. You can watch and pay attention to us. Nice sounds here. They provided us as backgrounds for some of our beats here. We want to make sure that they we know that you know that we're they're doing the right things for the right ones. Trying to be the only one. We all have options and we all have fun. And that comes to you as we're talking about the dating scene. As we date, as we court each other in the streets, as we court each other with our on the uh, public transportation, as we court each other, just walking the street courting. I'm Terry Ashford. We need a title just to Netflix and chill. We vibe good without one baby, that's real. And I ain't even trying to be the original gangster. If I can't get it, a gang get her. I keep it too clear when I ain't with her. And on the low, she wanna smash, but I ain't hit her. Cause we all know. Soon as I stick my dick in, she gon' get the trip in. Whole time she claim that we just friends. I ask her what's wrong. She gon' say nothing and then go complain to her best friend. And I ain't really into that. I ain't gon' even talk about you on the internet. I just know from here on now to probably all the stick to making friends without the benefits but ain't no accident meetings no coincidence when you was asking to see me you was happy to see me we had a good thing overall at least until the feelings got involved how was single relationship problems how was single relationship problems girl you ain't the only one trying to be the only one we all have options Return to an Astro Street now here. New sports fashion, both style beauty, bringing you excerpts from the tennis, specifically tennis, uh, competitor on the U.S. Open 2023, where Novak Djokovic won that match against <laughs> Daniel Medvedev. There, he won that match in straight sets, wins three million dollars trophy, and his 24th Grand Slam, making him the leader, the leader of all men who have played <laughs> tennis. I'm Terry Ashford reporting for you. Bring you that with that guy already, yo. <laughs> Soothing your soul. Keeping you rocking and rolling. As we move on to the quiz today, Monday. It is Monday, September 11, 
Now we're going to jump in here really quick, close out that uh, second layer of that U.S. Open that we started for you. We jumped in, talked about the dating game and high love and all that stuff. Now we're going to jump back to the ending part of that, and then we're going to close it out for you. Yeah. Talking about how it happened. How did Novak Djokovic be, uh, defeat Danielle Medvedev there? Number two seed defeated number three seed in a uh, straight set win there. 6 3, 7 6, 6 3 was the scoreline there. There, where Novak Djokovic took three hours and uh, six, 16 minutes. Yeah, three hours and 16 minutes in order to defeat uh, the number three player in the world who defeated Carlos Acaraz in the semifinals. Now, what happened there on uh, the finish line? At finish line, Danielle Mendedev or Manviv, Mendeviv there. However you want to pronounce his name, we want to get his name right, though. We have to have a little respect here. It was an unforced error. It was an unforced error that, uh, that gave the match away to, uh, <laughs> yeah, Novak Djokovic. Was it nerves? Uh, it could have been nerves. It could have been whatever the case. But we're going to look at the stats of the match for you right now. So that we can understand how it all happened, how it all boiled down there as we share it all with you. Looking at the six aces there that Danielle, uh, Danielle Manvedid there provi uh, provided the world watching. <laughs> Novak, Djokovic, Novak Djokovic gave us <laughs> four of them of his own. Double faults there uh, went six and six there for Danielle and four and six for Novak Djokovic. Defense, defense, defending, defending that won the match there for the Joker, winning uh, 81% on his first serve there to 71% uh, of his opponent. 84% won on at the net point where he rushed the net about 44 times. He was rushing that net and won 37 of those 44. 84% of the times he went to the net, he won it there. That's that number one player in the world, Novak Djokovic, that we are talking about too, only. 22 times rushing the net by uh, uh, Danielle Manvedev. Uh, they're half. Looks like that's half, right? Half. And then, uh, although he wasn't rushing the net as much, he wasn't going to the net as much, he only won 73% of the time that he did go to the net, which gave him only 16 of 22. Yeah, 16 of 22 times uh, there. He rushed the net 73%. That wasn't good enough to defeat uh, that Novak Djokovic, number one player in the world, who rushed to the net over 44 times and won over 37 times, 84% of the time he came to the net. Break points. Break points. Very important there. Now, that shows how well you're holding your serve there. That break points. How well you're holding your serve. Oh. Novak Djokovic, number one player in the world, was holding his serve and gave... Uh, the, uh, his opponent there only three chances to break his serve. What's so interesting about that? He only won the uh, Daniel Mandaviv or Mandvedev only won one of those break points uh, there. So he won 33% of the time on break points won. By the same token, there, Djokovic on Mandvedev serve got six opportunities to break his serve, and he took three of those six 50%. Uh, uh, they are receiving points one. Their 41% goes 
to uh, Djokovic as opposed to 31% of Medvedev, and uh, winners to error, unforced errors ratio 38 35. They stayed right in line, right along the lines there of each other. Wasn't going for too much, he wasn't going for too little. Had a great balance there. He popped it off, and when he made a mistake, he fixed that mistake immediately there. Gave him 38 winners. The 35 unforced errors. That's Novak Djokovic there. And now we're looking over here at that same stat there for Daniel Menvedev. There he hit 32 winners to 39 errors. He was keeping his also very, very, very balanced there. And that's probably what made him a really good, hard, be considered a really good hard court player. You have to stay balanced there. You have to stay balanced. And court coverage there is what made the difference though. Here over a thousand feet more went to Novak Djokovic versus Daniel Medvedev. I'm Terry Dwayne Ashford reporting for you that match, that match that won the men's US Open Championship. $3 million went to Novak Djokovic and uh, $1.5 million went to Daniel Medvedev uh, there in this championship match that was won and that was lost on today. September 10th, 2023 Sunday. I'm Terry Dwayne Asher Street Now Sports reporting for you here from the Tennis Center here in Washington, uh, D.C., right here at North Capitol at Florida Avenue, Northeast, Northwest Washington, D.C. All for you, tennis specifically. Founder, President, CEO, Terry Dwayne Asher.
now you know, that's how it go I gotta pack my bag, it's time to hit the dough I'm out for show, fresh off the ropes I gotta grab a bag of yo, I'm gonna ghost Now you know, that's how it go I gotta pack my bag, it's time to hit the dough I'm out for show, fresh off the ropes I gotta grab my bag of yo, I'm ghost All you gotta do is say yes, it's getting late and I'm faded Can't believe it girl, we almost made it, dang Close but no cigar She tryna play me far Like the moon play a star When it all started It was just a simple game A rhyming and spitting Now look at all the attention it's getting From the ciphers in the bathroom To battles on the playground I'm kinda nice That's what other people say now He almost made it Well almost can take a seat on the bench I say the best for last Like my best pitch Lean back Bring the heat People all on their feet You can't accept the win Without a defeat Hey it's almost time to go Whoa not without my flow Is what I told him James said you gotta know When to hold him and fold them. I can't sit here while life keep on passing me by Even from the far side, it's a vision in my eye Are we there yet? Now you know, that's how it go I gotta pack my bag, it's time to hit the dough I'm out for show, fresh off the ropes I gotta grab a bag of yo, I'm gone and ghost Now you know, that's how it go I gotta pack my bag, it's time to hit the dough I'm out for show, fresh off the ropes I gotta grab my bag of yo, I'm ghost I know you wanna make it to the league But you got a bum knee so it held you back like MC kinda did bumby. The story's sad but true. Now no more jump shots or even a tennis shoe. You gotta walk a mile in them. Ain't a lot of smile in them. When you're coming up short and the ball not in your court. Grinding hard to get support becomes a mandatory sport. Stressed out, puff a cloud from your last new court. Yeah, I almost gave it up, but I couldn't resist it. Addicted to the way you feel, I'm lifted. Head in the cloud, I ain't trying to come down. Sooner or later, dog, your good news come around. And you can read. All about it, almost at my shrine shrouded Almost lost hope, but I was far too dope Now you all gotta cope with a fire on a rope Ain't a lot of adversaries, did I make it? Almost, almost Now you know, that's how it go I gotta pack my bag, it's time to hit the dough I'm out for show, fresh off the ropes I gotta grab a bag of yo, I'm gone and ghost Now you know, that's how it go I gotta pack my bag, it's time to hit the dough I'm out for show, fresh off the ropes I gotta grab my bag of yo, I'm ghost You ever tried your whole entire life To try to accomplish a goal but just didn't make it? Almost You ever tried your whole entire life To try to reach your dreams but just didn't quite make it? Almost. Oh no. Oh no. Man, I go by all kind of names. Yo, my nicknames got nicknames. Nitro, nice float. <laughs> the six man off the bench. <laughs> the foot soldier in the trench. The Black Santa, all that First of all, let me tell you the name is Luke Kane Call me Black College cause I make you feel the pain This an underground hit for my homies to ride to Skip to the loo when you're riding through my zoo Bears and gorillas even orangutans The lions and the monkeys all speaking my slang We all paper chasers with a different disguise on I spy on green guys, that's why I got my zone Jackson and Franklin, frankly I don't like what I gotta do To keep Jack from fainting, nah, I ain't Complaining, just venting a little uh-huh. Turn my headphones up, son, and mic a little I got the same attitude as Malcolm Little X marks the spot, 
Now bring it back to the middle of the match Guess who's back with more beats Hi-hats, claps, and finger snaps It's the real, real, real You know I got the real, it's the deal Real deal, you know I got the deal It's the real, real, real You know I got the real, it's the deal Real deal, you know I got the deal Feel the roar of the lion and thunder Bringing you under to the top of the surface Perfect verses with no rehearsing And it's a killer be killed mentality So if you battle me, you better prepare For casualties across the galaxy The only result for covering what you be smuggling Is Vaseline or Saran Rap across the map Now take it back to that feeling of when you get in that healing of that real hip hop The sensation is real appealing And now we willing and dealing for bigger deals across the table If that budget too small, don't think about getting on cable And if the situation is stable, then cool, keep it moving Contacts, contracts, we keep it intact We got tracks on deck with words all over the top You can sit back, relax, listen, lean and rock You can pop your fingers or nod your nugget It don't matter where you live it, man, you gotta love it Cause it's the real, real, real you know I got the real, it's the deal, real deal. You know I got the deal, it's the real, real, real. You know I got the real, it's the deal, real deal. You know I got the deal. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, act like you know. Guess what? The real is back. Say what? Say what? The real is back. Team Nitro. so much. It is me, Terry Gwinnaski, closing out right now for you here on this Monday morning, September 11, 2023. That's how we go. I gotta pack my bag. It's time to hit the dough. I'm out for show. Fresh off the ropes. I gotta grab a bag of yo. I'm gone and ghost. Hey, that's how we go. I gotta pack my bag. It's time to hit the dough. I'm out for show. Fresh off the ropes. I gotta grab my bag of yo. I'm ghost. All you gotta do is say yes. And lay in the rain and can't believe Three minutes before the hour, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here in Washington, D.C. Here, bringing it to you from that uh, new center here at that Florida Avenue, right at North Capitol. On Monday morning, September 11th, I'm Terry Dwayne Ashford, closing it out for uh, you. All on their feet, you can't accept the win without a defeat. Hey, it's almost time to go. Whoa, not without my flow is what I told him. James said, You gotta know when to hold him and fold him. I can't sit here while life keep on passing me by. Even from the far side, it's a vision in my eye. Are we there yet? Found a president, CEO, take the next
Bad Guy Ventures, Cat Media, we're more come to want to thank you so much for your listening. Yeah. point there is a point to this programming there is a point to this programming for that guy radio gotta feel free you gotta feel free to be gotta feel free to be you gotta feel free to exist you gotta feel free to exist as you want to exist as you might need to exist in the will of something who made you you gotta feel free You feel free. You feel free to be you. You feel free to exist. You feel free to succeed. You feel free. <laughs> yeah. All about being just a tad bit more whole today than you was yesterday. Right here at 8.02 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're closing out for you right now, and we are out.